So, we're pulling into the zoo parking lot and from behind me a little voice says, if I don't find a bathroom soon, I'm going to pee my pants. Well, of course the boys had taken off every last piece of their clothing on the trip to the zoo. So in order for us to go out into the 28 degree weather and find a bathroom, they're gonna need to put every last piece of clothing back on. So I'm peering out the windshield trying to figure out exactly how far away this bathroom could be when it occurs to me that I need to text my sister and let her know that we're here. She texts me back and she says that they're almost there but that her daughter Rose, my sweet two-year-old niece, did not take a nap on the way and that uh, this might not go exactly as planned. But I didn't care. Because my sister and her husband are in the military and they're only stationed within reasonable visiting distance for three years. But coronavirus had taken away one of those years from us and so this was one of few opportunities that I had to get to know my niece. And on top of it, this was going to be her first time at a zoo. The boys announced from the back seat that they were ready to go and so we hauled over to the front desk and I immediately noticed that none of the staff were wearing masks. We bought our tickets and then we asked where the bathroom was and the woman responded, oh, just on the other side of the zoo. <laughs> so we haul up the hill, passing sheep and alpaca and caribou and hurtling over peacocks and we make our way to the bathroom and we fling open the doors when we're hit with a stench that even our double masks can't protect us from. And we make our way into the bathroom and I'm still on high alert. Don't touch that. Keep your mask on. Did you do your business? Did you zip up? Did you wash your hands? And we're out that door. We're at top speed running back down that hill and all of a sudden we get to the entrance and I feel a tug on my shoulder. It's Mason again and he says, I have to go to the bathroom. Again. Okay. So back up the hill we go past the sheep and the alpaca and the caribou and we'll watch out for that peacock and we make our way to the bathroom, but this time we're experts. We've done this before. We get in there, we do our business, we zip up, wash hands and back out that door. We are going fast as lightning down that hill and then I see my family and I see Rose and I scoop her up in my arms and she is squealing with delight because she's seeing a sheep for the very first time in her life. And I say to her, yes, honey, it's a sheep. Can you say sheep? And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see one of my boys touching his mask. And I say, don't touch that. And don't touch that. Don't you see that sign? It says it'll bite. And then it occurs to me that I need to take pictures of all of this. And then it occurs to me that I need to take a picture of Harrison in front of a zebra because his very first research project is on zebras. And wouldn't that be so cool if he had a picture of himself in front of a zebra? And so I'm reaching my pocket to get my phone when all of a sudden I feel another tug on my shoulder. And I think to myself, oh God, he has to pee again. And I look over and it's Rose. And this time she's not smiling. She's frustrated. You see, she doesn't just want me to hold her while she looks at sheep. She wants to look at sheep with me. And I realized that this moment that I had been preparing for for so long was here and I was missing it. I'd been so busy deflecting every potential disaster in my way that I forgot to recognize that life was happening right in front of my eyes. And so I put my phone away and together we marveled at sheep and alpaca and caribou and peacocks.